Welcome to the Science and Paranormal, where science meets the unexpected, where we delve deep into the mystery. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustration. Everybody, how are you? Welcome to the Sunday edition to Into the Night. Um, first of all, I want to say hi, Johnny. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Johnny and Sybil. I hope I said that right. Hey, Virginia. Good to see you. Um, so everybody's wondering why am I doing here on this Sunday night? Well, to, to bring you some news, what we're doing, you know, on UPRN radio. Um, I'm going to start doing an hour show on Tuesday nights and I'm going to be doing an hour on Sunday nights. Um, and the reason being is just to split the, split it up a little bit. You know, um, we got a lot of brand new shows coming on and uh, I'm, I'm like totally excited about this. Um, so I want to apologize uh, for messing up at the beginning because Usually on Tuesday, I got that down to a science, but it being a Sunday, you know, kind of like threw me off there for a bit. Um, so, as I was saying, my shows will be on Sunday night from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I'll hold the Tuesday night from 8 p.m., 8.10 to 9.10 p.m., um, and, and I'm just so looking forward to it, okay? Um, as you could tell, as I was playing in the beginning, I hit the wrong button. And Dr. Yana, she, I, I listened to her show. She comes on right after me. And I highly recommend that you listen to her show. Um, very, it, it, she makes you feel at ease, make you feel down to earth and stuff like that, you know? And um, I really enjoyed listening to her. Um, and she, she brings on some, you know, a couple good guests too, you know, the ones that I've heard and, uh, I was like totally impressed with them. Um, so that's, what's going on Sunday night, eight to 10, eight to nine and Tuesday night, uh, 8 PM to eight ten to nine ten PM. Um, as you can tell, I got a haircut. Okay. You know, um, had to get rid of the beard because it was like 
totally being annoying. You know what I mean? Uh, we are on UPRN Talk Radio, 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. And tonight, what I would like to talk about, uh, since this is going to be like a mellow show, and I'm sure uh, people have heard me discuss about the paranormal and the paranormal investigations, and that's what I'm going to do. Um, and if it, Hey, Gary, good to see you, buddy. Welcome, Cybel Cindy. Thank you, Cybel. Appreciate it. Um, so we're going to keep it nice and nice and easy tonight, you know. Um, and it's going to be like that on Sundays. I really thought long and hard about how I would like to present my Sunday night show. And it's going to be a relaxing one, okay? And, and I'm going to try to stay with, with that type of genre, nice and easy. And if anybody out there has any questions that want to ask me, you know, feel free to do so. Um, that would be great. Hey, Squatch man, good to see you. Welcome to the show. Um, if there's anybody who wants to ask a question, feel free. If anybody would like to be a guest on my show, uh, just send me a message at the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society Facebook page. And I will definitely get back to you and, and, and have you on for the show. Um, it's a laid back show. And it, it would be nice to get a little bit more, um, you know, a little different situations, different topics and stuff like that. So, But how has everybody's week been? Um, mine's been crazy. You know, it is Thanksgiving Okay, and in the meat department, being the meat cutter, it's turkey time. Okay, now I, I always say this, I always give this advice out on Facebook, but I'm going to give it out here on my show. Um, if you buy a frozen turkey, okay, buy it tomorrow and start thawing it out, okay, because it you know, if you wait any longer than you are right now, then the turkey is not going to be bought out by Thanksgiving. Please do not buy a frozen turkey like a week before. Uh, hey, Brandon, good to see you. Ah, it's good. And, uh, and, you know, it's like a lot of people make the mistake at buying a turkey like with three or four days before Thanksgiving and especially frozen ones. And it's not, it's not going to work. You know, if, if some reason you have a problem, you know, uh, getting a fresh turkey, you know, soak, soak your turkey in cold water. Okay. And, um, and go from there. But, uh, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and, um, and pretty soon it's going to be Christmas. So, <laughs> and again, being in the meat department, I deal with hams. Okay. And then come New Year's, I don't know. Oh, wow, Virginia. Virginia is her first Thanksgiving and she's not cooking in years. Just sit back, relax, watch football, Virginia, and enjoy the day. Gary says, buy my turkey from a barbecue guy already cooked for 50 bucks. You know what? That ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. Um, so, uh, 
enjoy Thanksgiving, football, family. Um, if you have no family, go find a friend, give them a call and wish them a happy Thanksgiving, you know. And, and during this time, like I have been, I still am, but I don't go to meetings. I am an AA. And we had, it's called the Gratitude Month. Okay. Um, and I'm going to express some of my uh, gratitude, what I'm grateful for on my shows all the way up until uh, Thanksgiving. So uh, my great, my, what I'm grateful for is everybody out there listening to my show, everybody who has come in to watch the show, all my friends, all my dear friends, all my relatives who listen. Um, I'm grateful for all you. And uh, I, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for you guys out there. I'm also grateful because I have a son and a family. There's so much to be grateful for. But uh, but right now, today, I'm very grateful for every one of y'all. Scott, Savile, Brandon, Amanda, Virginia, Johnny, uh, Gary, you know, uh, uh, Johnny, everybody else, Cindy. Uh, just it just goes down the line and what you know what is really great is that um thank you gary <laughs> i appreciate that makes me feel good touches my heart um and and i have good friends that i'm grateful for i have great friends so let's have a nice thanksgiving everybody and you know what that comes on a thursday i think it's the 23rd so the Sunday after that, you know, I would like to talk about how everybody's Thanksgiving went, you know, that would be great. You know, I would like to hear the stories. Um, and don't forget, give somebody a hug who needs a hug. Thank you, Cindy. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Wow. I'm blushing here. I don't know if you can tell on the screen or not, but um, so Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving, and then we'll talk about Christmas in a couple of weeks. So how's that sound? But back to the topic for tonight. Oh, before I go on real quick, at about 8.30, I am going to take, like, my two-minute break, okay? And uh, I'm going to play some ads. Hopefully, I'll get them done right tonight uh, in, the, in the second part. But you know what? Thank you, Virginia. And, and it's like, we'll see if we can get it right. But I'm going to do take my two-minute break at the bottom of the hour. And then I will definitely pull my cards like I do on uh, Tuesday night. Okay. So paranormal investigation. Okay. Um, I have been doing paranormal work for uh, over 30 years now. Okay. I had I formed a group, the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society, in 2006. And last year at this time, I dissolved the group. Um, and, and there was a lot of reasons why I did it. And I'm not really going to share them to you because some of them are personal. But to be honest with you, I, I was investigating so much that it actually took a toll on me. Okay um jumping in the car going to ohio going to new york going to you know west virginia and all around pennsylvania to do them 
So that's the reason why I gave up on the in paranormal investigation. But you know what? This past year taught me a lot. You know, it taught me a lot. Um, it taught me that if you really go out and enjoy something, continue doing it. Okay. Um, so slowly but surely, I mean, I'm not jumping in in like with two feet in because I, I don't want, thank you, Virginia. And um, I don't want to jump into, you know, like I did at the beginning. You know, I just want to take it easy, you know, help other groups out, you know, talk about the different experiences I had, you know, and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, really, you know, I don't know where life is going to take me with this, but you know what? Wherever I land, I'm going to land. But I need to tell you, everybody, that uh, paranormal investigation is not just ghost. Okay. Paranormal investigation is hunting Bigfoot, um, UFOs, aliens, cryptids, all kinds of stuff. Anything that is out of the normal is paranormal. Okay. And um, it's a lot of fun. But what I'd like to talk about tonight, and I know I'm just rambling, and I've talked about this many times, but I would like to explain to you what a paranormal investigation at the start, in the middle, and at the end. Okay. Um, hey, Tony, good to see you, buddy. Welcome from Texas, buddy. Good to see you. How about them cowboys, huh? <laughs> Tony's a good, really good friend of mine. See, you know, it's so great having all these people, you know. Um, but... It starts off, I'll get an email or a phone call from a person that claiming that they have some paranormal activity um, happening in their house, okay? And so we'll sit down and I'll talk to them on the phone for a while, uh, take down some notes. And if we set the investigation up for a Saturday night, what I would like, what I usually do, Let's take another member. Oh, I'd love to hear about that, Tony. Uh, hey, Mandy, good to see you, hon. I, I want to really learn more about the forest, buddy. I, from all the stories you have told about the story, about that forest, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing them. But, you know, um, so what I like to do is like on a Wednesday or Thursday, go to the house and actually sit down and do a walkthrough with them and how i explain a walkthrough is you know before i bring you know my group with me and before i bring all the equipments i actually like to go to the part uh, people and ask them um and sit down and talk to them face to face because you really cannot get no answers or or you really can't tell anything over an email so I like to have a little face-to-face -face and, and, you know, walk around the place, the house, the business, whatever it is, and uh, just get a feeling for it. See, see what we can do and get a feeling and go from there. And usually we'll set the investigation up for a Saturday. Okay. So after I sit down and I talk to the clients, right, I... um. I usually, um, you know, call up my group and 
I bring whoever I need to bring with me. Um, there are some places that we have gone to that I can't take everybody, you know. And I remember that was a big, big rift in my group, okay. Because um, everybody started to, uh, wanted to go on all these investigations, but there were some of them I couldn't bring on, you know. And there was a little bit of animosity there, you know. And eventually what happened was that they actually left PPS and they formed their own groups. And I just gave them, you know, all the love and respect for them when they did start their groups, you know, and I offered my help, um, you know, if they wanted it to, uh, you know, help with their group. But usually that really never happened. Um, I, I don't know, but if anybody else out there uh, who is with some kind of paranormal group or who, you know, uh, is with like Bigfoots and stuff like that, who studies cryptids, whatever, I don't know. But from what I have noticed and found out is that there's a lot of egos out there, right? Everybody is the best investigator. And, and you know what? That's not true. Okay. And I fought this tooth and nail for the longest, longest time. We're all in it to help people. You know, we're not in it to, uh, you know, see who gets the best evidence. You know, so what? Uh, so, so I'm going to call you Cy. Okay, Cy. I'm sorry, but I like that's easier for me. Cy says, I've worked with groups. Yes, lots of egos. And, and you just can't have that in a group. You can't have no egos because it, you just like throw the whole scheme of things out the door, you know? So I don't, so a person don't like the way I investigate. So what, you know, I'm not telling you how to investigate and, and it just gets into a big rip, you know? I, I tell you what, and I'm not bragging and I'm not boasting, but I have some off, off, awesome evidence, okay? But I don't show them online because I know I'm going to get ridiculed. And half of them, like, don't believe me, you know, when I show them this. And it's like, why do I need to put up with that nonsense? You know what I mean? Uh, when other groups, you know, are jealous of other groups. And what for? I mean, we do this to help people, okay? We do this to get answers for people. We, we don't just, like, go out there and, and be on TV, okay? And, you know, we're not going to get a TV show or nothing like that. Um, but you know what? I will tell you this. I've been on a couple of ghost shows already, and it's not what you think it is on TV, but I'm not going to knock them. Yes, Virginia, people do get competitive, extremely. And there, there's no need to. And Johnny said, that's why I research only with a few people. Uh, and, and I totally agree with you on that. And, and that's how I got, and that's where I am at today, Johnny, is uh, there's only a certain few groups that I'll do work with. Um, you know, there's some people, but if there's anybody that has any questions, you know, uh, from other paranormal groups, I'd be more than happy to share, you know. 
long time ago, there were groups that were ran military-wise. It's like you had to stay in a room for 45 minutes and you had to get permission to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, seriously? You have to get permission to go to the bathroom? That's a bunch of horse crap. You know, I mean, it, it's not like that you're not getting paid for it because you, you're not. You know, you're definitely not getting paid for it. But um, I know I went off a little bit. Uh, Johnny says, anything you do is wrong unless you follow them. That is true, Johnny. <laughs> Virginia said she'd be in trouble. <laughs> I wonder why, Virginia. I wonder why. <laughs> but you know what? You know, I was the boss. And, and I had to make decisions that I particularly didn't like, you know. I always wanted to help everybody. But you know what? No, but everybody don't want to help. They watch something on TV and they think they're the best, you know, paranormal investigator out there. And that's a bunch of horseshit because you're not. Because paranormal investigation, you know, it, it isn't. It, it isn't fun, to be honest with you. Um, it's it's serious. Because you definitely can get burned, right? Um, and I always say this. I always suggest people who want to get into paranormal investigation, find yourself a group, okay? Find yourself a group. Find somebody that's been around for a while and then ask if you can tag along with them so they can show you the ropes okay uh, yes i it's people's lives it is i've seen a lot of people go out and uh go into a cemetery and start you know snapping pictures and stuff like that and you know calling the ghost out and you know being mean with it and it's like you know what no 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 you don't do that um because what will happen if it isn't a friendly ghost, they're going to pick up on your anger and say, well, I'll show you and they'll follow you home. Johnny Freeman says you have to keep an open mind. And that's true. You definitely have to have an open mind. You're not going to get the best evidence out there. And say like, okay, you know what? You do go out there and you, you get your good evidence. I mean, what I learned you know, through the paranormal was, yes, at the beginning I shared with it, okay, and I am a firm believer in real orbs, okay, I'm not talking the dust, I'm not talking about the dew, I'm not talking about, you know, the bugs that fly around, but they are pretty cool looking if you catch a bug flying, but you know what, a real serious orb. Now, there's a lot of people, that's good, John. You know, Johnny doesn't share much. And, and he can't. And it's sad. You know, it's sad. And then people like, you know, it's like, no, I, I don't want to see what you have. Rhonda, hey, Rhonda, good to see you, hon. Rhonda says, and, and I've investigated with Rhonda, man. She's, I mean, she, she's great. We've been, we've done many a good ones, huh, Rhonda? We, we, we did some good ones. Rhonda says, you can get the best evidence with the most basic equipment. Some think you'll need all the expensive gadgets. And that's the truth. 
that's the truth, Rhonda, to me when it comes to the experience. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm blessing. A lot of nice people on tonight. I'm glad to see that, making my Sunday really good. But uh, Rhonda's right. When it comes down to um, the equipment, I use a K2 meter and I use a, um, a digital recorder, which they call EVPs. But I really don't like EVPs because, seriously, to be honest with you, I don't like listening. I don't like listening to them because, you know, it gets on your nerves after a while. I'm just sitting there and hearing nothing. But uh, I like to hear other people's EVPs. But I like the K2. And the K2 for me is, it's the one that the lights go, do, 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 do. You know, uh, they do pick up energy fields and spirit is pure energy. Okay. But a, a, a digital camera, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this, Rhonda, a long time ago. Just recently, not a long time. But when we started out, um, the only digital cameras that were out there were the four megapixels and an eight megapixel. And it was like, wow, you know. And then one year came out with a 12, 15, a 20, 22 megapixel. And you're like, <laughs> wow. But with the, I, I got a lot of good evidence with the four meg, you know, or, or the eight meg. <laughs> you remember them, huh? Yeah. And how about, uh, you know, you got these little cameras that you go around like this in your hand. The ones that we used to use at the beginning were the mold VCR ones. The ones that were like really, really, really huge. You know, you just put them on your shoulder and, and you just go like that. And I'm telling you, it, you know, with all from 2006 up to now, you know, it, there was really a big change in the equipment and what else is sad about the equipment wise right here's what's sad about the equipment is that it is so damn expensive it really is i know people have spent five to six thousand dollars on equipment you know and i'm i'm thinking to myself oh, why in the hell would you want to bring all that to an investigation you gotta set up the cameras you usually set up two or three cameras and you keep them rolling, you know, and then you got this, you know, the lights that lay on the ground and if something walks by it, then the lights go off. You're right, Cy. Yeah. And then after the whole investigation done, you think about it, right? It's a four-hour investigation. And you got four hours of tape on four different cameras. That's four, eight, 12, 16 hours of video that you got to look at. And it's like, Wow why you know but i will tell you this um i remember at the beginning you know we would we bought the digital cameras and and i can guarantee it I, we used to take at least i know i did at least 400 pictures in investigation you just kept snapping 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 then the next day on Sunday morning, if you didn't, if I didn't have to go to work, and uh, I would sit and plug them in my computer, and I'd look at all four hundred of those pictures, and and that was crazy. But you know what? As time went on, I could take those four hundred pictures and actually um, 
eliminate them. Uh, Sai says, LOL, Swan, you need to come to my humble house. We are never alone here. We have five portals. Oh, my goodness. Five of them. That's crazy. Um, I bet you a lot of them are in, uh, some of them portals are in cupboards, huh, Sai? Maybe I might just do that. Um, But, yeah, so, and out of those 400 pitchers, if I got one pitcher that was at least legit, right, I'd be happy as a jaybird. I'd be so excited. And then again, I would go and share it with everybody, and I'd get hammered, totally hammered, you know. That ain't no orb, that ain't no spirit, that ain't this, that ain't that. And I'm like, okay, I want to show them no more, you know. But but that's how, you know, things are. The paranormal community need to be to work together, you know. Um, and, and to be honest with you guys, that's another reason why I kind of got out of the investigating of the paranormal is because there were too many damn egos going on out there. You know, everybody had to be the best. Then you go to conferences and people are sticking their chest out and pounding them like, hey, look at me. I'm the best ghost hunter out there in Pittsburgh. And it's not like that. It's not like that. But we are coming up at the bottom of the hour and I'm going to throw a couple commercials on. And then I'll come back and I will finish telling you about how we do investigations. Okay, so it is 8.30 minutes in, so I am going to throw a couple commercials on. And hopefully I will get it right. See you in about a couple minutes, everybody. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. I hope everyone got a drink or something, some sort, some, some, you know, something to eat, something to drink. I had to go to the bathroom, Virginia. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> had to throw that one in there. I just got a message, and yes, I am going to be uh, doing my cards later on, okay, before the show is ended. But um, so, second part couple announcements again I, I want to tell everybody um that i am going to have two one-hour shows today is the inaugural inaugural uh sunday night show for me from 8 8 p.m to 9 p.m and tuesday i am going to have an hour show 8 p.m to 9 p.m on uprn Talk Radio 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. And uh, so uh, today's the 12th, so that would be the fourth thing. This Tuesday coming up, it's a two-hour show, and I got an awesome guest coming up, and I just want to surprise everybody with her, uh, with my guest coming up. Um, it's been a while since her and I worked the show together, and uh, it's going to be very, 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 like, you know, homecoming. You know, just like a little bit of a reunion going on, you know. Um, so what's going on? So it'd be a two-hour show on Tuesday, okay? And that's what, the 14th. So on the 21st, okay, I will be doing going to one-hour shows on Tuesday night, hopefully. So back to... Um, you know, like I was getting back to the investigation, how we do it, right? So that Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, I like to go out and I would like to sit down and I usually talk to the people who were going to investigate. And so we sit down and if I think it's a legitimate investigation, yes, we will go Saturday. But if I think they're blowing, blowing smoke up my butt, I won't go. I won't go. You know, because there's a lot of people out there that just wants attention. You know what I mean? But if I think it's a legitimate one, yes, I will definitely bring the crew in. Um, so that Saturday, you know, everyone says they get really, really excited about going on the investigation. Well, yes. Um, and each person has a different, you know, thing that they kind of like go through before they go to the investigation. Um, thank you, Sai. Um, for me, you know, the, the I, I just lost the word. I have a bad habit of doing it. But what gets me going and excited about the investigation, okay, is the time before the investigation starts, okay? I'm all excited to get my stuff together, you know, make sure everybody's going. I'm all pumped up, ready to go. You know, I'm so excited, and, you know, and I eat about maybe a half a pound of spaghetti or a couple meatballs, something like that, whatever. But, um, and then we get to the investigation. And usually when we get to the investigation, it's around nine o'clock at night, okay? Maybe a little bit earlier, eight o'clock. I like to get there at eight o'clock, especially my tech guys, all right? And the reason behind that. It will give them an ample enough time to set up their cameras to put all their gadgets out and that what they want to do. Um, you know, at, at the beginning, I would, you know, tell the techs what to do. 
uh, where to put the cameras and stuff like that. But as time went on, I'm thinking, now nah, let them do it. You know, let them walk around and see what they feel, you know. And what they would do is they would go out and they would feel like to where everything was at. And uh, they would set their own cameras up, you know. And come 9, 930, lights out. And, you know, at one point in time, now, real quick, what really ticks me off is that there's a lot of groups out there that would actually kick the people out of their own houses for the night and let the paranormal group run, have reign of the whole house. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. A, they live with it. They live with the spirit. And B, it's their house. If you, I mean, if Virginia brought a uh, paranormal group in my house and she told me to leave, I would say, go back. No, I don't want you. Because you got to realize that the clients, they live with this. They want the answers. You know what I mean? Um, and the majority, in fact, all of them, you know, stayed out of our way. And I was okay with that. But you know what? I also like to have them participate, you know, to get it from a point of view like what we go through. Right. So we split up the groups. Everyone goes to a room. Everybody walks around outside the house, you know, inside the house, into the different rooms. And, and we do our EVPs and we do our K2 readings. And um, what you do, you know, um, what I had a rule was if people felt that something wasn't right in the house. They had to come and talk to me first, okay, because it is my group, okay, and I'm the one responsible for everyone, and I am responsible for talking with the clients itself. Um, so, and, and it's funny, if you put, in the way I, I was, you know, bah, Sean, do you have any mediums in the group? Yes, we do, Cy. Si, si, we did. And I'm one of them. I'm one of the mediums that were in the group. And um, I had a couple others. And, you know, when it came down to, uh, we never really interfered with each other, okay, when it came to that. Like, if we went to a house, you know, and I'm saying, okay, uh, Margie, take care of this, you know, I'll let you do the mediumship in this and, and I'll just stay out of it, right? So I gave everybody the ample time, um, you know, who were mediums to do them. Um, and I never judged anybody, never judged any of them, you know, and it, it kind of made like a really good working um, situation. So, yeah, um, I had about two or three mediums in the group. Um, and, yes, I used to clear the houses, too. And I have my own way of doing it. And I'm not going to share it with the world, okay? Um, because what I've learned, I've learned it on my own. And if you, if I, if I did tell you, y'all think I belong in the loony bin, you know, for the way that I do um, release them. But, you know, it was like that at the beginning of the invest investigating is that a lot of people are so, so scared, 
you know, that they wanted them gone. And so, you know, we, we, we can get rid of them. You know, um, I don't know where they went. I, I will tell you this, that I do work with angels and uh, the angels took care of that. Um, but, you know, it, it was something that we did. And as time went by, you, you know, it's funny. Um, this is that, you know, as time went on, as time progressed, a lot of people did not mind having the ghost live with them really seriously um what they would really be upset about was that they would keep them up all night you know so i did this about eight years ago at a house and i kind of like um i made a deal you know i said to the client i said let's make a deal with the ghost okay and she said well why not um so what we did we sat down and, and we actually talked to the ghost okay and um we used the k2 whenever we whenever i communicated with it um whenever i communicated with the ghost i would use the k2 meter okay because i know that it is responding to my questions um and so we'd sit down and, and, and this one time it was crazy we said okay listen they don't mind you being here and they don't care if you haunt the house. But 10 o'clock p.m. until 6 o'clock a.m., you are not allowed to make a noise. You are not allowed to bother them. Okay. And you know what? It worked. It really, really worked. Yes. <laughs> it was funny. It worked. And, and, and I did that with all of my clients' place. You know, every client after that, I did the same thing that wanted them there. And it was crazy and amazing that um, people actually wanted their ghosts to hang around. Okay. But um, I know that, it's, you know, I promised uh, some people I'm going to do read my cards here. So about seven minutes, about about 8.50, I'll do, I'll pull my cards, you know, and, and uh, we'll close up the show. But, uh, so after, thank you, Cindy, thank you. But after a while, um, after the investigation is done, we wrap up, you know, and go back. And usually, you know, what I would do is I'd have everybody look at their evidence that they got the film, the pictures, the EVPs, and stuff like that. All right, Johnny, have a good night. Sorry you're not feeling good. Hope you feel better, buddy. Hope you feel better, bud. But, um, I know, whoa, okay. Okay, so I got a message on Facebook. That's okay. But, um, so we would sit down, go, you know, get together, and then, Everybody would get their evidence and give it to me, and um, I'll go, and I would present it to the client and say, hey, this is what we got. Oh, wow, really, Rhonda says, I didn't realize you was on tonight. I just pulled up Facebook and saw you. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice surprise. Yes, Rhonda, this is, I'm going to start be, I'm going to start doing Sunday nights from 8 to 9. And then Tuesday nights from 8 to 9. I'm going to two one-hour shows. Okay. But um, 
I'm glad you pull up, you know, and everything happens for a reason, you know, everything happens for a reason, but, um, you know, so, and then I make a date and then we go and we share whatever evidence that we got and we sit down and talk to them. And, and that's the whole thing behind the investigation. It's the whole thing. The whole thing with, with an investigation, you know. Now you got the ones that you actually go to a cemetery. I really enjoy going to cemeteries because um, you don't know what you're going to get. And you also have to remember, too, if you go to a cemetery, right, uh, you seriously need to get permission from the cemetery or the people who own that cemetery because um, they will call the cops. Yes. And when you call the cops, it makes it real hard for other paranormal groups to get into the cemeteries. You know, my favorite place to go is Blue Miss Road. That's out there in North Park. And um, hey, good night, Sai. Have a good night. Take care. Um, and um, thank you for joining the show, hon. And so, uh, that, that's it, Blue Miss Road, and there's a story behind that, and one night I will, I will sit down and I will tell you guys all about that story, and it's extremely haunted, but you know what, that's an investigation, in that you, you know, what I've done all those years, uh, all those years that I investigated, you know, and we had some good investigations, we had some bad investigations, I mean, Seriously, I mean, there were times that we would go to a place and we wouldn't get a damn thing. We would sit in a room, we'd sit in the house like four or five hours and not get no evidence at all, no reactions at all, you know. And, you know, you, you got to figure it out. If you're sit, you, if you can sit in a room with the lights out, and talking to somebody who isn't there okay if you can do that then you could definitely be a paranormal investigator all right so um okay so it is 8:46, and like i said i did promise everybody that i would pull the cards okay um you know so um I'm shuffling now, and the cards that I use, they are the animal totem cards. And each card, you know, represents the three cards that I pull. All right. And, you know, I believe that animals are a big part of our lives, especially spirit animals, any type of animal. Um, is a big part of our lives, and they help us on our path, Okay. So I'm going to pull three cards, okay? And what I would like you to do, please, is write them down. And then um, when you write them down, then Google what their meaning is, okay? Why these cards are pulled for you. Now, it's not going to, it's not going to be like, um, oh, what can I say? The, the reading might not be good. The cards might not be good for anybody, you know, might not be fitting in the situation that you're in but you know what it will help somebody out and maybe if, it, if you think that the cards aren't there for you um then maybe down the road you'll understand why they were popped up in this in the reading tonight 
But uh, okay, here we go. I'm going to draw three cards. The first card I pull is your past. The second card I pull is what's happening right now. And the third one is your future animal. Okay. So like I said, after I pull these, please write them down and go check them out. Um, and it'll give you a meaning. So the first card I pull. Whoop, can we see it? Is the bear. Okay. And I know off the top of my head, the bear, it means introspections. Okay. Thinking within. Okay. The bear. Okay. The second card I pull, which is a now, okay, is a raccoon. So you got the bear and you got the raccoon. That's why this animal is in your present life today. And the third card that I'm pulling, oh, it's a mystery because there is no animal. No animal at all. So that's kind of crazy. But I'll, I'll see. Here we go. We'll get this one. But that, that was crazy. But I, I, I wanted to pull another card just for the sake. But originally, your reading is the bear, the raccoon, and whatever happens in the future. All right. So the third card, or the fourth, whatever, is the eagle. Okay. So look those three animals up. Okay. And um, Google them and find out what their meanings are. And if it gave you the message that... Um, you might be seeking. Who knows? But it is 8.50 and uh, I've got 10 minutes left. Is there anybody out there that has a question? Is there anybody out there that needs to share something with the group tonight? Um, feel free to. Okay. Uh, but to this month, Tuesday month, um, the awareness is, uh, how's my friend say? It's called craps. All right. It's a disease that people are, you know, in a lot of pain every day. And there's no cure for it. Okay. The only cure for it is that they just feed them a lot of pain medicines. Okay. And um, I have three friends, three good friends that have this disease. And it's, it's not, they're not good. They're, they always hurt. And what the crazy thing about it was, is that, you know, they had minor operations. And all of a sudden, that this, you know, and I mean, it doesn't destroy their lives. But you know what? It makes life really, really miserable for people and, and them. So if we can say a prayer for them and for everybody out there who has this disease, I know I don't have my notes with me, so I really do not know what the, you know, I know it's called CRPS. Um, I think that's what it's called. But you know what? Let's pray for them. Okay. Because they, they definitely do need some prayers. Thank you, Cindy. And very much. You know, I'm, I'm sure and I guarantee it that they will, they will, they will need them, you know. Um. Thank you, Rhonda. Appreciate it. 
and I'm going to thank everybody for being here tonight. Uh, this is the inauguration of my Sunday night show. Uh, again, it is from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And I'll have my Tuesday show 7, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. No, 8 p.m. Yeah, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. But I want to thank everybody stopping in tonight. You guys are really, really great. It's nice to see that the chat room was going pretty good. Um, so thank you, Mandy. I appreciate that very much. And you know what, everybody out there? I'm going to be praying for you guys, too. I will. I'll definitely say a prayer tonight for you. Um, so on that note, okay, you know, children, if you can, please, please go to your parents and give them a hug and tell them that you love them. And parents, please go to your children and give them a hug and tell them that you love them. And if you have no parents, if you have no children, find somebody to give a hug to because hugs are good. And also say, I love you. They might think you're strange by saying that, but you know what? Those three words, I love you, go a long, long, long way. Okay. And this is the holiday season. So I ask you, if you see somebody really, really hurting, you know, because uh, November, December are the worst months out of the year, you know, for mental illness, for depression, for anxieties. And if you see somebody going out there and having a hard time, go sit with them. You don't have to talk. Just sit with them. If they want to talk, let them talk, but you need to listen. Because I, I have mental illness. I, I got it. I admit it. I'm not ashamed of it. And there are times that, you know, that I seriously need to talk to people, you know. And uh, so please be there for somebody. Be there for somebody. And Tuesday night, I'm going to have a special guest. Hopefully, y'all can come back and listen, you know, watch the show. Uh, remember, this is, this Tuesday is from 8 to 10. That will be my last two-hour show, okay? And on that note, remember, I love you. It goes a long way. And on that note, happy hunting, happy investigating. Happy Thanksgiving, and have a happy week. Good night.